Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway Super Fans. From Broadway Super Fans. Well, I did it. Nobody believed me, <laughs> but I proved all the haters wrong, and I watched Lady Day. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And? It's, I mean, it's amazing. It's Audra McDonald. It's What was your everything. reaction when she started singing? Was this, wait, had you watched something before? Because weren't no, you waiting? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see any... Uh, I kept myself away from hearing Audra McDonald sing as Billie Holiday, and it was incredible. I mean, the like she starts singing, and you're sort of like, "Holy fuck!" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, and then I, I get, I get why it worked. Like as she kept singing, I was like, not in a Jesse Mueller. Um, Carol Kane way, Carol Kane, Carol <laughs> King way, <laughs> where you're like, I hear Jesse, but I can hear her singing as Carol King. Not like that, but I can hear why Billy's voice works in Audra's voice, even right. though you wouldn't initially think that it would. Right. Oh, so amazing. And I mean, you know, the piece itself is fascinating and heartbreaking mm-hmm. and I liked, I liked the way it it was staged as the, like the little movie. You haven't seen the film of it, right? Oh, uh, no. How is that Like it's staged? in an actual club. Yeah. I think it's probably pretty similar. Uh, uh, I just, yeah. that's just what I have as a reference. And she oh. walks and... Walked where through the they, audience a few where did times. They film it? They filmed it in, in New a, Orleans. Ah, cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, like when it was the show on Broadway was was like the theater was set up like it was a club, and she played sure. it like she was walking into for like the actual performance. Yeah, I want to know who those people were because there probably couldn't have been more than seventy five people in there. Mm. They're all probably, like, work in the offices at HBO. <sighs> That's who they are. You know? They're, like, the yeah. accountants and, like, the interns and the production supervisors. And their friends and family. Yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. I know, right? It's <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. You guys, I hate you all. uh i'm so i mean it was twofold because i'm so glad i got to see that performance and i'm also like god this must have been so much i don't want to say better but just knowing what live theater is like different like yeah such a different experience seeing it live that I it like made me grateful for it existing and still like being like you stupid bitch why didn't you see that Mm -hmm. show (laughs) (laughs) yep 
Pretty much. I know. It's uh, a terrible feeling, right? Yeah. But what are you going to do? Realty or realness from six-time mm. Tony winner Audrey McDonald? We'd expect nothing less. I forgot there was a dog in it. Yes! Her <laughs> little doggy dog. I don't know if it part of the bit or whatever but when you know when she brought him out and was singing it was licking her face in a way that was inhibiting her singing oh that's amazing um but it was great i wonder how many times they recorded it mm, i don't know because there weren't it, I, I mean i wasn't paying so close attention that i couldn't tell you there were no cuts or you know if it was like one long take or something it wasn't because they would do different angles and stuff so i it certainly wasn't but there was multiple cameras so they probably I, only did it once right i mean they might have run it through a couple of times and then took either the best overall or but i don't know it seems like such a hard thing to splice together mm. if you were going to do it that way directed by Lonnie Price, also who directed the Broadway production. Excellent. I, I'm, uh, it was so good. And I'm so thankful to HBO for making that happen. And I also am curious as to why, I mean, just cause it seems like such a, an interesting choice. What do you mean? Why, why, what? Like why HBO was like, yeah, let's do that. I don't know. I feel like HBO scoops up weird projects like that all the time because it's like a platform that can do stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. They can use all their Game of Thrones money on other things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What are my other thoughts? I watched it, obviously, and then just like read through Billie Holiday's Wikipedia page and Beth- Bessie Smith's Wikipedia page mm-hmm. and was like, I hate everyone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, it also made me think a lot about A Night with Janis Joplin and mm. how, like, this was a play with music, whereas that was considered a musical, mm-hmm. even though it was a, a mostly same format with the exception of the, like, fantasy sort of sequences right. of the other women in her life. So maybe that's what they decided was the more musical I mean, I aspect. Think but yeah, yeah. Definitely more musical theater flair. Yeah. I also read up on the play itself, and I I knew it wasn't a new play, but I didn't know how many productions it had gotten. It got quite a few um, productions in the past. When did and it I was premiere? like, I want to hear those people. Uh, in the 80s, I think 86. Mm. That's so cool. Didn't know mm-hmm. it was that old. Well, welcome to the, the world <laughs> with the rest of us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, also, well, one of the people who played it off-Broadway at the Vineyard, actually, was S. Apatha Merkerson, who is the lieutenant on Law and Order. Oh, right. Oh, that's so awesome. I want a bootleg. I mean, they must have it somewhere in the vineyard, even in the 80s. I bet they recorded their stuff just for their own. Right. Well, what what should I watch this week? (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm 
I know what, what I don't need to watch your cats DVD because we are seeing cats in real life. Cats, 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 cats. I'm pretty excited. Me too. Me too. I also I don't saw know what we're a, in for. Well, yeah, I mean, I saw from a couple of people that saw it this week. They they were like, "It's amazing! It's cats! It's amazing!" So I think like any production of cats, you either like cats or you don't like cats. Right. You're either you're on the bus or off the bus. Yep. We're on. You're the one bus. of them or one of us. <laughs> I think we're going to be firmly on that cats bus. Yeah, I'm on the cats bus. I'm already on the I bus. Can't wait. I want to see all the cats. Friend of the show, Aaron Albano, is a swinging cats, and he posted this amazing picture of him in all seven of the cats he yeah, covers makeup. I saw that. That was cool. And it was so crazy to me, too, which I guess makes complete sense, but that, like, he was like, which cats are which? And people knew which cats were which. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I love all those people and cats who are like, oh, that makeup is this cat's makeup. Yep. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. It's pretty I cool. I love it. I also love that they obviously stayed close to that original uh, design that... I'm assuming it's, you know, consistent through most productions of cats. Mm -hmm. That like the orange tabby is Mr. Mistopheles or whatever. <laughs> Maybe it, I'm sure that there's reasons. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure people have reasons. Yeah, I'm stoked. I've seen cats. Me I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a good time to be alive. <laughs> it's a dream come true. I just love uh, camp. I like campy things. Camp is like I watched three seasons of Drag Race this week. Oh. And like <laughs> I just feel like camp is the best thing. Maybe in such a time as this. In yeah, it's a good like times just... of horrible political bullshit and awful things. Yeah, like watching RuPaul and just being like, everything's a joke, everything is la di da. It's nice. It is nice. Wait, so have you? Are you caught up on Drag Race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, Bob the Drag Queen. Bob the Drag Queen, the best drag queen that's ever been on RuPaul's Drag Race, basically. <laughs> Mm. He's amazing. He's, great. He's so amazing. I loved his Carol Channing. Oh, that Carol Channing was spot on. Yeah, he's amazing. And she loved it too. Yes. So good. It was a good season. Mm. Well, you did not see Audra McDonald this week, but... You mm. saw Shuffle Along. I did see Shuffle Along. I took my mom to see Shuffle Along. And uh, it's just infuriating that the show's closing I today. I know. It's just infuriating. And I also, like, I don't know what I was expecting. Maybe I just had high hopes that the audience wouldn't be mostly white again, but it was. And then I was well, just Well, it was like, also a matinee, so that's I know. like doubles, oh, God, doubles your chances. I mean, just the matinee. Matinees. Why matinees? Ugh. Matinees. 
I hate matinees. I, like, forget that how much I hate a matinee until I go to a matinee. Because I'm like, whatever, I'm seeing theater. Well, a weekend matinee is not so bad. Yeah. This was like, I mean, listen. it's not as good, but like a Wednesday matinee it really like, is I the mean, drags. It was, it was just, it was. I saw like the gift that you posted, and uh, from a it, nursing home had just chuckled me. Off and what did I say? <laughs> you posted that gif of of I don't know white people clapping. Oh uh, yeah, it was all. It was literally like a nursing home had let off, and that was what the audience was made up of. Which is just tough. It's tough when the there's so much energy coming off the stage and it's just hitting, like, people that are asleep, you know? Yeah. Or, like, being polite theater goers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can I mean, enjoy yourself and still be polite. Right. And, like, make it known that you're enjoying yourself. Right. <laughs> well, everything's terrible and Shuffle Along is closing. Yeah. And I'm still, like, I just, I, how long I was sitting Broadway... in a full house. I mean, it was a full house. Packed house, great fucking show, incredible show that everybody should see. And it's closing because white people fucking suck. Why wasn't it marketed better to to black people? Or at all? Maybe Racism. it was. I don't know. I don't know. Systematic but, like, that's inequality. that's your audience. I mean, not that everyone can't see it, but like you know that that's going to be an audience that but do you would think, want to do see you, the show. Do you think though that maybe? I mean, obviously, like I don't think George C. Wolf was like, "I'm going to write this show for white people," but clearly there was so much of the show that was, you know, there was the show definitely makes white people invites white people in, you know, acknowledges well, that sure. white, it's going to be think- a lot of a white audience. I guess what I meant was not that it's like, like for black people or whatever, because theater is for everyone, mm-hmm. but you know, the white people are going to come. That's not the people you have to market to. Right. Right. I guess that's what I mean. Like, <clears throat> I mean, honestly, there is I think an audience that- out there who would pay to see this show mm-hmm. who you maybe need to tell about, tell them about the show. Maybe they don't know about the show, but they'll come see it. If you tell right. them about it, when I mean, people already know it's happening. I think, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Marketing is such a huge, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know how yeah. to change the Broadway marketing field to access audiences that people want more of them on broad coming to see broadway shows but whenever this topic comes up of like why don't more minorities see broadway shows like i think it's really tough because such a huge chunk of it in my mind is because of systematic inequality and because of like socioeconomic differences absolutely so that's one of the hardest things. It's like, well, why don't black people see more theater? Well, maybe it's because their people were enslaved for 400 years and systematic inequality has left a lot of them in poverty. I mean, that's the real answer, but right. So it's we can't just hard leave to, it at that. Right. Well, then it's hard to talk about because then it's like, well, how do we bring them into the theater? How do we bring them into the theater? It's like, I don't know. We need to just change society 
I mean, there's small steps to be taken, obviously, but like, yeah, it's hard to have these conversations that just churn and churn and churn where people are like, what do we need to do? Why don't black people come see these white people shows? And it's like, well, part of it, maybe you should produce shows by minorities, by minority artists, all that stuff, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. But also, like, these conversations that happen about why minorities don't see shows that don't address that issue. I yeah. don't understand how you can have that conversation without bringing that up. I mean, I don't think that you can or that you should. Right. I mean, we know that. Yeah. I don't know. Group sales. <laughs> mm. That's my answer. Group yeah. sales. Like, whatever. I mean, I don't need to sit here and brainstorm. But group sales, like, get, you know, if it was, like, a fucking fiddler on the roof, they'd be hitting up the sisterhood at the synagogue. Well, that's what, and I don't know if it's still the case with this production of Color Purple, but the original production of Color Purple had church groups came in from all over the place. Yeah, yeah. To see the Color Purple. Yeah, yep. And I don't know if that same sort of outreach was done with this show or with, like, Scott's Royce. Obviously, those don't have the... Uh, Scott Scott's voice especially doesn't have like the you know beautiful feel that you get at the end of the color purple but that doesn't mean people won't want to see it yeah you should still give them the opportunity to see it or uh there's another (laughs) I guess I don't black show (laughs) closing Motown Motown just just bye oh chairs the musical Cherish the Musical is closing on the 31st. And whatever we feel about it, the musical itself, it's, we're, you know, losing an important show for black performers. Well, yeah. And it's also just totally baffling to me that, like, like, we, when they were like, we're closing and we're coming back in two years, everyone was like, okay, that's weird and funny right. that you think that. And I was shocked when they announced it. I was like, oh, shit, Motown's coming back. And I was yeah. expecting it to sit back down and be here for another, like, just sit back down, you know? Right. Me too. And it was supposed to be here till November. Yeah. And I mean, because honestly, it was very popular the last time. Right. And I, I mean, my first guess <clears throat> from my perspective is, like, that I had did barely saw any advertising. I like forgot that it was happening. Only heard That's because true. we talked about it. And then all of a sudden it was here and now it's gone. So right. I don't know, but yeah, it seems it is a little strange to me that I'm like, what happened to the audience you had two years ago? I mean, this is why you don't close a show that's successful and say that, think that you're going to have an audience in two years. This is what happens. Keep your fucking well, shows open people. <laughs> and I think, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but I think the two other shows that have done that recently, Hair did that where the tour came through and also Fela. And I think they had shorter, announced shorter sit downs, whereas this one was 10 weeks. I could be wrong. And also they were part of the tour. They left afterwards. Right. And this was just like they got people back or hired new people. I didn't look at the castles to see what the difference No, is. I think it's the tour. It's just the tour. Oh, but they oh, were oh. ending it here. Oh. Oh, I didn't understand this at all. I was, I didn't, I thought that this was like, they closed the Broadway production because who, somebody else wanted the house? Finding Neverland wanted know. the house? 
Yeah, um, Harvey Weinstein was like, Harvey get out of here. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein was like, here, take this money. I want the house. And, and then uh, I didn't realize there was a tour going around. Yes, yeah, so not paying attention. <laughs> I thought that they were just like, oh, see you in two years. And then like two years later, they were like, okay, everybody, bring, bring, bring. Let's get all the costumes out of the storage unit and get everybody, get the gang back together. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's totally what I thought was happening. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. But, but I, I don't know. It sucks. Why? Spend You're more money right. on advertising. You're, I was going to say, you're right about the advertising, and I guess I didn't realize that either, because I do remember so many things led up to this where that they were like, we're, we're coming, we're coming, and we're like, all right. And yeah. then disaster opened, and then it was like almost immediately, Motown's taking the Nederlander in July, and everybody's like, oh, I guess disaster's not going to be here for very uh-huh. long. And then it was obviously here for even not as long as we thought. Right. Uh, but then that, I think, I remember being sort of the last I heard about it before it was like, oh, right, Motown's opening again. Right. Motown's opening hmm. and closing again. I wonder if they had a, a big billboard in Times Square again. I don't know. It's weird. Do you know what billboard I think about all the time? What? Farewell, Ricky. (laughs) Farewell, Ricky. When Ricky Martin was leaving Evita, there was a big billboard in Times Square that said, Farewell, Ricky. So funny. And I think about it so much. Yeah. I don't know why. It was pretty funny. Because it was like you spent so, like, that's so rare to put up a. Yeah, it was just for about one person. Who wasn't like Barry Manilow. <sighs> farewell, Ricky. Well, farewell, Motown. Farewell, Motown. I mean, if I don't know anyone that went to see this return engagement or whatever you want to call it. So if anybody has seen it, I don't know, just let us know what's up. Like, I, I know that it was changed a little bit, but I don't I don't remember the original show enough to really know but I'm curious uh, if you've seen both, like what the differences are. I don't know, but it's it's in London right now too. So oh, people are it? yeah. There's a production in London. Do you have like any tweets about Motown muted on your Twitter or something? <laughs> I don't. I just like haven't heard anything about it. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Sucks. Fiddler also announced closing, but not until December 31st. Oh, good. We can see it during Hanukkah. Ah, yeah. And High Holy Days. Oh, I wonder. Oh, I'm so curious what Fiddler's High Holy Day schedule is going to be like. That's a good question. Is that something that you would like? not do shows on you definitely or should not people... do shows on high holy days yeah no shows on high holy days you gotta fast and like think about that's the past true year yeah you gotta fast and, and like, like you're also supposed to be at synagogue all day oh all day yom kippur and rosh hashanah are like all day services Ugh. i mean it's like not all Easter day vigil. services it's like different services there's like a couple oh. different ones you have to go to 
Interesting. But it pretty much takes I the whole day. And in between no that, idea. you're just having like long times of sitting around not eating. I mean, that's just on Yom Kippur. Ah, ah. Well, all the other Jewish holidays, you eat a lot, though, right? So, mm-hmm. and you do I eat a lot one at the there. end of the fast. Oh, okay. The break fast. Right, the break fast. Lots of bagels. Mm. Sounds great. But I'm always curious how I'm curious to see if they. Uh... Actually, I wonder if I can look at. Oh, they're probably selling their tickets for like September. I would think yeah, look so. it up. Let's look. And let's look up when the high holy days are, because I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. Oh, shit. It's coming late this year. Rosh Hashanah oh. Yom Kippur is not till October. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so Rosh Hashanah. Okay, so they have a... Well, Rosh Hashanah is on a Monday, and they have a show Tuesday evening. So Rosh Hashanah is like Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, that's fine. That's like after. Yom Kippur is the 12th. Oh, they have a show on Yom Kippur! I mean, it's in the evening, so it's like after the breakfast and shit. But no, I mean, well, yeah, it will be after. But still. Boo! <laughs> I can't believe they have a show on Yom Kippur. That's cray, man. And they also, what? They changed their schedule so that, like, they, that's weird. They changed their schedule that week. So, like, the week before that, like, the third is a Monday. They have the day mm-hmm. off normal. And then they do nine shows what? in a row. And then oh. they have a Tuesday off. Oh. And then... And then they have a seven-show week? Why? What? That's a weird schedule. I don't understand that schedule. Well, shouldn't they also technically not have shows Friday night and Saturday afternoon? Well, (laughs) I mean, if you want to be that Jewish about it. (laughs) If you want to, like, keep Everybody can be as Jewish as they want to (laughs) be. Which funny. is the one where you're supposed to shake Whoa, rice or something? Hanukkah shake is wheat? like crazy late this year. The first night of Hanukkah. Oh, Christmas. It, yeah. And I can't believe the last night of Hanukkah is like in January. That's crazy. That's nuts. It's so late. That's weird. Oh, Jewish holidays. Which is the holiday where someone asks me if I'm Jewish? What do you mean? And then, and then I have to shake wheat or oh, something. Uh, to Oh, <laughs> that's like that's like a party for the trees. Ah, I don't know. Or Just sometimes like, people yay, ask me if I'm so Jewish. The trees. And then I say no, and then they don't give me the wheat to shake or whatever i forget that one's like one of the ones about you know like harvest festivals and shit ah okay anyway interesting that they don't that they i wonder actually i would be curious to know how many of these the performers if any of them are actually like religiously jewish Mm. Probably not. 
I mean, certainly not where they're like, I can't do shows Friday and Saturday. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or like, maybe they talked about the Yom Kippur show and everybody's like, it's fine. Yeah. Because I, I, I hope mean, that they would just check in with, you know. Right. Hey, guys, are you okay with this? Right. It's a it's very like, important holiday. Hmm. I mean, that, it's like, it's like, it's basically, I mean, like. That's New Year. Yeah, Rosh Hashanah is the New Year, and Yom Kippur. I mean, yeah, it is like in the Jewish tradition. If you're real, if you want to go to these services, I mean, it would be like working on Christmas Day. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like working on Easter. Those are really important Christian holidays. So important, in fact, that I don't really know if you guys have other ones. Christianity certainly doesn't have as many holidays as um, Judaism. Not widely spread ones. And, or, you know, Catholicism has a ton of, like, feast days that are variously observed depending on your church or your local community. Like, if it's a big Polish community, you're going to, like, probably celebrate the patron saint of Poland or whatever. I don't know who that is. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh at literally every day is probably a feast day for someone. When I was living in Spain, which is a Catholic country, they had holidays all the time. Yeah, that's funny. It was great. <laughs> Free day. That's what it was like in Israel. Mm-hmm. Fiesta. It's a fiesta. <laughs> and they get the whole week of Santa Semana, uh, the week leading up to Easter off. That's damn. I guess spring break. I don't know if there's a separate spring break. There might be. Anyway, enough about religion. Religion, but more about Jews. We have some more information uh, about ragtime on Ellis Island. Which, in case you haven't been following our Twitter, they now have a Twitter. So, you know, we don't want to be too pesty. But if you feel the need or the desire to tweet to them to let them know that you would like us to attend Ragtime on Ellis Island. Yes. uh, Feel free. Yes, please. We really need to go to that concert. It's really important. When is it? It's very important. It's August 8th. Right. It's the day before I leave for L.A. I'm going to put it on my calendar. Exactly. Well, just in and, case. Oh my God, I right. want to go to a snowman like. So their Twitter is Ragtime on Ellis. And Brian Stokes Mitchell is going to be in the concert. Now he's not singing. Wait, what? Brian Stokes Mitchell. He's not singing? He's not singing. Oh. He's narrating. Oh. Because it's like not Wait, so obviously who's singing not- Cole House? Brandon Victor Dixon. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So many names. Three names. <laughs> Brian oh, Sox Mitchell. Got So Brian Sox Mitchell is like narrating. Brandon Victor Dixon is singing. Laura Michelle Kelly. Oh, Cole my House. God. I'm sorry. I just really quickly need to talk about how on Drag Race Season 8, Derek Barry <laughs> tried to do Laura Bell Bundy's racist Oof. character from Cooterville. Oof. 
That oh. was not great. Oh, that. Oh my god. Also, I was like, it was so funny the way Rue reacted because Rue was just standing there being like, I'm gonna let this bitch hang herself. Mm-hmm. Like, you just keep on going on. You look so stupid right now. But, like, wasn't gonna tell her. <laughs> like, nobody's gonna step in and be like, Derek Barry, that is really racist. Well, no, because racism makes for good television. That's true. Oh my god. I wonder if Laura Bell Bundy knows that a drag queen tried to do oh, her she racist. Knows. She does? Yeah, yeah, she knows. Oh, she is she like uh, about it? Yeah, of course. Uh, she You're racist, Laura Bundy! I tweeted her about it once. She did not respond. I remember. No, of course not. <laughs> she didn't block me, though. Oh, she didn't? I don't think is so. Is that what you said? I think oh, she just didn't respond. Yeah, she's, she yeah. hasn't blocked me. She just ignored well, me. Well, if I remember, you were just like, please don't do this character anymore. It's racist. You weren't like, hey, you stupid racist cunt, you know? Yeah. Usually that's when people get blocked. Oh, okay. Even if they're right. Apparently she just launched, well, I don't know when, but I'm just looking at her Twitter right now, and she has <laughs> she launched a YouTube channel. That's called Schizophrenic. Oh, I think that's... She just launched it? Maybe that was... Oh, I don't know. I'm just... I don't pay attention to her, and I'm just... This is the first time I've heard of it. Mm. It sounds oh, familiar, but... The uncontrollable urge to burst into song, dance, dramatic, scene, or comedic spe- sketch. Yeah, I mean, it's like a sketch thing. Anyway, uh, yeah. ragtime. Ragtime! <laughs> Uh, Andy Mientes is going to be younger brother. That's the other main casting that we have. That's good casting. Yeah. I think he'll be uh, just the right amount of intense. Yeah. Yeah. And Aisha Jackson was previously announced as Sarah's friend is going to be Sarah. And she is is in Waitress. Oh. She's one of the club knocked up. Cool. Ladies. Yeah, so that's exciting. I'm ready for it. Get us some tickets, please. Thank you, world. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> just, you know, let, let them have us be there. <laughs> <laughs> there is some more casting, but I don't recognize any of these names, so. Cool. Well, hopefully yeah. <laughs> we'll get acquainted with them when we go see the concert. Exactly. <laughs> Some a few more casting things. Jenna Ushkowitz is taking over for Kamiko Glenn in Waitress. Jenna was on oh, Glee. Oh, cool! Wait, so why is Kimiko leaving? It says uh, just a leave of absence. So I'm not oh, sure. Oh, she is she like filming? Probably. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hmm. It doesn't say how long she's taking over on the 29th. So Friday. And, yeah, she was Tina on Glee, and she was in the original Spring Awakening. Do you remember who she is from Glee? She's yeah, Asian. Yeah. Yes, oh, okay. I remember. She was the one that, didn't she, like, date the guy in the wheelchair, pretended she, yeah, yeah. like, had a stutter, but she didn't? Oh, yeah, I forgot about the stutter. Good one. Good memory. <laughs> I yeah, mean... so that's fun. Yeah, yeah. I want to see it again, because, you know what, someone either tweeted to us or commented on our 
review that they had taken out. Oh, I saw the part that. Where they tell tell her uh, to falsify to, her dating. Yeah, uh, to like let, maybe don't be such a weirdo on your dating thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see it again too. So, I mean, my mom really wants to see it, so I don't know how we're gonna get tickets to it. Yeah, your mom will have The to other day she them. asked me <laughs> if we could set an alert on TDF for when waitress tickets become available. And I was like, no. <laughs> 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 there is no feature for that. Sorry. That's a good idea. You can do that on Today Ticks, right? Can't you? Well, on Today Ticks, it's like, there's no tickets available. Alert me when they become. So, like, yeah, right. but. I know, I know. It's not the, yeah. Also, it would be in like three years that they would be on TDF. Yep. <laughs> Although it was funny because my mom's retort was I was like, it's not going to, waitress isn't going to be on TDF. And she was like, that's what you thought about the color purple and shuffle alone. And I was Fair. like, true. But the I thing mean, I. Certainly not soon. Maybe if uh when Jesse Mueller leaves, I don't right. know if she's the big draw, but mm. it's hard to tell. Yeah. But I mean, I know you and I would go in for some standing room, but. Oh, absolutely. I don't, yeah, I don't know that my mom's not going to do that. Yeah. I get that. Hmm. Yeah. There's no discounts on today, Tix. It's all full price. <laughs> Waitress. Waitress. I'm still, I'm still really shitty that they have no rush whatsoever. Just standing room. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There are some discounts. This, uh, oh. when is this performance? What is this? Oh, Friday evening performance. You can get side, rear, orchestra for $34 off. It's only $135 for that side, <gasps> rear, orchestra. So side rear orchestra is usually a hundred and sixty dollars. Uh huh. Well, this is actually interesting because it's the same price. I mean, whatever it makes sense. They actually do have front mez tickets that are the same price. That's like a good seat. Yeah. Side rear orchestra, like side orchestra, is usually where you get lottery tickets because those yeah. seats are shitty. Yeah, side rear orchestra ain't great. Although in that theater, it's not bad. No, I mean, but you know what I mean? Like in the Nederlander, that's where the Newsies lotto tickets were, the side orchestra. And that's where Rock of Ages lottery tickets were. Like, they know that they're not super great. You know what I'm really, really, really happy about? What? That we're getting tickets to Cats because I've heard the Neil Simon's so big. Mm. And I'm so glad that we're not going to be sitting in that fucking massive mezzanine. Mm. I mean. Yes. Now, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to think back to. Think about Scandalous. Where we were sitting sitting for Scandalous. Scandalous. We were so, we were in Siberia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teeny tiny Carolee Carmella. Yeah, just jumping off her stool. (laughs) Flying away. I'm like way more excited for cats than I think I've processed. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm going to get there. And as soon as it starts, I'm going to be like. (gasps) (laughs) 
Oh shit! I'm sorry. I'm like, I mean, I'm so fucking scatterbrained. But I no, forgot that's fine. When I was seeing Shuffle Along, like when we saw Shuffle Along, it was when it was in previews, and there wasn't any merch, right? Correct. Yeah, God. I mean, I know I sh- I didn't have any money when I went on Wednesday. I was like, I can't buy anything right now. But they had merch, and one of the T-shirts that they had was it's it was like. I don't know. It had a bunch of different lines of writing across of it in different languages. And the top mm-hmm. one was in English. And it said, like, like no thank you, not interested or something. Like, that scene when she's talking about how she knows how to say no to a man in, like, ten different languages. So it says, like, no thank you. And then in, like, ten languages. No, I think it said, I'm not interested. I can't remember. I just saw it and was, and I, uh, why didn't I buy it? It was on sale. It was only $20. Oh, well. I'm hoping that they'll have merch, like, at the flea. That's sort of what I thought when I saw it. I was like, I should buy this. And then I was like, no. <laughs> Wait for flea. So the other few things we have to talk about, um, Come From Away is coming in February, which has, it still doesn't have a theater, but it's been discussed. This is what has been casually called the 9-11 musical. Where was it before? It was in Seattle. And they're going to do two more out of towns. They're going to go to D.C. and then to Toronto. It's not as, like, uh, controversial, I guess, as that nickname describes it because <laughs> like what's it about right. besides just terrorism so it's not it's i it's i mean it's not not because it surrounds the events of 9-11 but <laughs> it's <laughs> about a plane that was rerouted to this small town in newfoundland oh okay right yep i know yeah. where, i'm sorry no. now i remember what this thing yeah. is i remember knowing yeah. about this i know what you're talking yeah. about got it had to put it so, together. So, you know, <laughs> the strength of humanity, right. that's what it's about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like a bunch, they were all like, they hung out in Nova Scotia for yep, a day. Yep, yep, And like all became yep. friends. So cool. that is, a lot of the cast from uh, Seattle is staying with the show. Friend of the show, Chad Kimball. And Jen mm-hmm. Colella. And then hmm. also coming back to Broadway, Kendra Kessbaum. Yes! Yes! Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be like a very... Since, it's been since Leap of Faith, hasn't yeah. it? I know, right? Crazy. And it has a Canadian... Uh, a Canadian um, creative team. The book, music, and lyrics are by... Oh. Irene Sanskoff and David Heim, who are Canadian. And uh, it's directed by Christopher Ashley, though, who did Memphis. He's not Canadian. And choreographed by Kelly Devine, who did Rocky. I don't know. I bet it's going to be I bet it's going to be a really solid show that is like maybe will be enjoyable and moving and that's it. Maybe this is unfair of me to assume, but this is my initial, f- mm. like, read of it. Mm. I mean, I'm curious. Yeah, sure. I definitely, I like the cast, so I'm excited to see it. And I always like 
the promise of a songwriting team that I haven't heard before. Yes. Very curious. Would love to hope it's good. (laughs) You know, as always. Obviously. And so now something else we need to address uh, is Uh the Prince of Egypt casting. Uh, well, my first question is how much of this casting is different from the last casting, the last thing they well, did, like on, didn't they do a concert on Long Norm Island Lewis or something? was in that. Mm. And Aaron Lazar, who, who I'm not sure if he's at least Jewish, I don't know. He's white. He's definitely white. Um, he was playing Moses? I believe, yes, I believe. And Norm Lewis was playing? Somebody else. You know I don't know the Prince of Egypt. Ah, wait, have you never seen the no, Prince of Egypt? No, every time we talk about the Prince of Egypt, this comes up. <laughs> because, like, why would you not have seen the Prince of Egypt? Because from my personal well, experience, sure. I've seen it so many I times. Know. How are we having different life experiences? I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird thing about Bro. people. Let's watch the Prince. Prince of Egypt is a good movie. I, think, I mean, you'll probably, I, I don't know how you'll feel about it, actually. I not seen it because I think it's a bad movie. I know, oh, I know, okay, I know. Okay. Just watch it. It's probably on That's Netflix. That's true. All right. Maybe that'll be my movie to watch what? this week. Watch it with your, watch it with your nibblings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all out of town, though. Uh, bummer, bummer. Um, Wait, so who, it's just all white people. And one, I believe... A mixed race person who I'm not sure what they're. I was looking at some things people were arguing on Twitter, and from the photo I saw of this cast member, I would have said she was Asian, but the person on Twitter said that she was uh, her, like half. I see the picture. I know who you're talking about. I can't remember what her name is. I think the point is not to count how many people of color are in there, but to recognize how many white people are in there and the roles that they're playing. Right. Well, the thing that um, Cynthia Erivo tweeted, like, retweeted it, uh, the announcement being like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, where are all the people of color? And then someone was like, there's one person of color, like this girl who's half black. And And Cynthia Erivo was like, girl. Again, I don't don't know the characters, so I couldn't confirm this, but I'm sure you could if you looked at the actual list. But also, Jose Lana tweeted about it as well and then replied to someone and said yeah there are some people of color but of course they're playing slaves Mm -hmm. so again i don't know the i don't know the cast so i can't say these people are and also the article i'm looking at the people whose names i don't know i obviously don't know their faces so i don't know who's who and who's not white Right. Uh, well, based on just the Twitter conversation, it seems like it's on all white cast, at least what's been announced, and that one actress. The Broadway World picture that I'm looking at has at least four people of color, but I don't know. Oh, okay. Their, I don't know their roles or how big they are. Like sort of oh. in the way that 1776 City Center was like, look right. at all these people of <laughs> look color, at all these people and we most cast. of them were oh, in minor God. roles. You know, it's so frustrating. I'm, I'm so disappointed. So again, I'm not excusing this because it's inexcusable. But I will well, say it is a concert. Right. It is not a full production. It's acting like a reading, which a lot of times uh, is is just to hear things. It's not necessarily to even see them done. 
Well, the problem is that, like, I, whatever. I don't know. Some I don't trust it. I don't trust well, them. I, I yeah, think, no. Like, three years from now, we're going to be looking at an announcement for a Broadway show, The Prince of Egypt, and it's going to be an old white cat. I certainly wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. Like, I mean, that's scary. Unless we really can raise hell and, and tell them that we're not going to go fucking see this yeah. thing. Because um, everybody forgets that um, Egypt is in Africa. Well, yeah. So that's really stupid. Also, just like these hilarious, like, I mean, you get the same shit from Jewish people. Obviously, I think I think less from Jewish people making everybody white because Jews have a ten lesser tendency to, like, make pictures of people from the Bible um, than Christians are because that's one oh, of I the tenets of Judaism is to, like, not make pictures. I like, see. you can't make a picture of God. Right, right. You're not even supposed um, to and say— And you can't have, like— the word right because right? you're not supposed to have like judaism has these rules set up to to resist idolatry mm-hmm. so making depictions of people from the bible is like not really done as yeah. much um but yeah judaism and christianity they're like look at all these people from the bible and they are white they have white and they have brown hair and blue eyes and you're like that makes no fucking sense whatso fucking ever why would they look european yeah they're not no they're not european y'all <sighs> well i am with you in that uh if 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 it lets if we let it stand then yes, this is the cast we'll get. Not person for person, but you know what I mean. This is the kind of cast that we'll get. Yeah. So we just... Oh my God, I forgot to tell you that Stark Sands was at... No, I did. I Snapchatted you. Yes, I saw that. He was at Shuffle Along. Guys, Stark Sands was at Shuffle (laughs) Along. Just got so excited to tell you that. And I know you... I think you retweeted or uh, somebody else or maybe you tweeted... I don't know. But like, I know it's really hard to turn down work, everybody, but... Right. You have the power to say no to these roles. Oh, yes. All the white people that took the roles, you have a duty. Like, it's your part. It's your responsibility. You can't just, it's like, you're, you're complicit. Yeah. If you're taking the roles and you're not, and you're not speaking up and saying no, you're, you're part of the problem. You're the problem. Stark Sands. You're the problem, Stark Sands! It pains me to say it, but yes. Yeah. Just don't, like... <sighs> uh, if they did the King and I, again, like, if Lincoln's Under King and I was just happening now, and they were like, Stark Sands, do you want to play the king? He would say no. Right! And it's not... There's no difference. It's just because... Just because this was, like, a cartoon, and because they are like you said, depicted often as white people doesn't change the reality mm-hmm. that they weren't. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, my God. This is adjacent. I was having a conversation with my coworker the other day about that movie that Scarlett Johansson is in that's based off of anime oh, yeah. um, that, that she's in that's, like, really right. racist. And I was like, he was saying something about it. And I was like, oh, is that that racist movie? And he was like, what? And I was like, the one where, like, it's based on anime, but Scarlett Johansson is playing the character. And he was like, well, blah, 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 the style of anime, like, it's not really a race. And I was like, 
that, but do you understand? And then I like had a whole conversation with him explaining why what he said was racist. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, listen, hey, white person, you know, admitting like the first time I saw Lion King on Broadway was like, I mean, I was like 19 or 20 or something like that. And that was like a white person moment where I was like, oh, no shit. They're black, Emily. It takes place in Africa. <laughs> Why is your default white for everything? And I'm like, I had a moment sitting there being like, holy shit. Yeah. My default in my mind is yeah. just whiteness. Like, that's what I've been raised Absolutely. in. And I like had a whole moment sitting there watching The Lion King where I was like, oh my God, I've been trained to be racist by my upbringing. Like, those are moments you need to mm-hmm. have. Yep. Stark Sands, quit your job. I mean, you can't even be making very much money from this. Like, it wouldn't be a loss. I know. It's a one-night concert. Well, obvi- well, but the reason why you get involved on this level is because you want to be in the cast that gets taken well, to Broadway. Well, you don't get to be. That's how it fucking works. Sorry, you don't get to be. Says I. I, I hope, I think our Patty and Emily goal is that when the Prince of Egypt comes to Broadway that it's not a, White not wash. quite all white. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's our goal. Because you know what? That that should be an all people well, sure. of color cast, y'all. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Well, that's our mission. You better choose to accept it. <laughs> and we'll see you back here with the inevitable upsetting announcement of the cast of Prince of Egypt. Oh, God. <laughs> Last thing, we got an email this week from Michael who had a question and a dreamcast for us. And his Ooh. question was what our thoughts on second acting are and if we've done it. Well, I believe we've discussed it before. Sure. But the answer is yes, I have second acted no patty no has not fucking way will. have i ever second acted <laughs> it's less about i mean like, i have a- i'll say my issue isn't like you're stealing and more like i don't want to get in trouble right well isn't that always yeah, that's the story of my life every day that's pretty much i mean you you that's how I live my life. <laughs> not like, not like, not like you wish you were like off hurting people, murdering people and stealing things, <laughs> but your great motivating factor for not breaking the law is that you don't yes, want to get in yes, trouble. Yes. That's funny. Um, well, I actually like, if I think about it, I think actually the only show I ever second acted was nine to five. But you're not in general maybe, maybe against it. I mean, No. If there's empty seats, there's empty seats. I mean, I think it's a lot harder. I mean, I haven't done it, like, that was years ago now. Like, and I think also, like, the context in which I was, like, I mean, I already saw 9 to 5 10 times, and then I second acted it a bunch because I just wanted to hear Stephanie J. Block sing Get Out and right. Stay Out. And I, it's, it's hard to have a show that I would only want to see the second act of, you know, yeah, that's the other like, thing that's like that's sort of like I'm sure there's plenty of shows that, yeah, I could be second acting them, but I I want to see the whole show. I don't want to just see the second well, right. act and the se- only seeing the second act wouldn't be like enjoyable. I'm sitting here being like, oh, God, I could bop into the color purple and listen to Cynthia Erivo sing I'm here. But then I was like, but I also want to hear her sing all the other things. Right. 
And I think also just, I mean, from my experience in, in 9 to 5, you know, I mean, that show was not selling. So it was... And the setup of that, the marquee is easy sure, to just yeah, walk into. yeah, because you walk into the lobby um, of the hotel. Right. And I feel like, I just feel like in the past couple of years, the times when I have left the theater for intermission, they've always been che- checking mm. tickets or playbills on the way back. Interesting. But I don't know. Maybe that's just like a change in everybody's afraid of terrorism and shit. Who knows? Yeah, I have a memory of... An episode of The Office where I think it was when, I don't know, it was Jim and Pam and they were in New York. I don't know if it was when he, when she was like studying here or whatever, it doesn't matter. But they, they went to, they went to two different shows. They like saw the first act of another show and then second acted a different show. And I was like, that's. Because they didn't like the show? No, I think they, I don't know. I don't know. I still, I don't know. That's weird. (laughs) I think about that a lot, too. <laughs> does it keep you up at night? It does. Why would you do that? Because it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like set up like we saw this show, and then we were like, nah, we'll go see another show. Why maybe you should rewatch maybe. that episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think second acting, I don't know. I mean... I, I don't know. I, I think there's if there's open seats, there's open seats. I don't really think you're hurting anybody. Right. I don't think you're also getting a lot out of it. Whatever. I think I think the primary reason people do do that is like the reason that you did. Like you would second act right. Gypsy for Rose's turn. You would you know it's the eleven o'clock mm-hmm. numbers. Right. This also the second acts are usually shorter and like they're wrap 'em ups, so it's not even like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Generally, the first act of a musical is where the bulk of the action takes place. Mm. You know what show I wish would get revived right the fuck what? now? Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. No. <laughs> <laughs> Passing strange. Oh, yes. I've been listening to it a bunch this week. It's really speaking to me. And I love that show. <laughs> it's really it be, good. Is it still I on think, Netflix? I don't know. I'm not sure. I have it on DVD. Oh, okay. Um, but, but actually, I don't think I've ever watched the DVD. I don't know that oh. I've ever watched it. I think I bought it and then never watched it. But I've been listening to the cast recording a lot. So good. It's really good. Passing Strange, no longer on Netflix. No, that's too bad. Yes. Prince of Egypt on Netflix. Yay. I'll have to watch it this week. Michelle Pfeiffer is is voicing. And Sandra Bullock. She plays Miriam. Hmm. And then Michelle Pfeiffer plays Yohevit? No. Yeah. Yeah, she plays Yohevit, who's Moses' okay. wife. Oh, okay. Uh, right? Yohevit is Moses' wife, and Johanna is Moses' mother, I think? Or maybe vice versa. No idea. I like those names. I like those old biblical Jewy names. Hmm. You're supposed to be like 
Johanna. Ja. <laughs> ja, ja, ja. Anyway, Prince anyway. of Egypt, do better. Yep. Michael also sent us a Dreamcast for Grey Gardens. Ooh, lay it on me. For big slash little Edie, for Christine Ebersole, basically. Uh, he suggested Kathy Lee Gifford. <laughs> okay. I see it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? I, w- I wouldn't say no to that. No. <laughs> I think it would be fantastic. Also, other choices, Jennifer Samard or Katie Finneran, who would both be also brilliant. Oh, yeah. Jennifer Samard. I mean, I think. I would love to see that. I gravitate towards that more than Katie Finneran, only because I feel like she doesn't get a chance to do those kind of roles. So. Yeah, that's to get her to see to see her in that role would be amazing. I both of them I think are extremely yeah. exciting choices. Me too. Especially because Katie Finneran would also need to work with a director that would make her believe that she is a musical theater performer. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's a problem for Katie Finneran. Because she tends to be like, I'm an actor. I'm going to make this singing thing funny because I can't really do it. And you're like, no, bitch, you can. Yeah. You had a whole cabaret show that we you saw. Know? What do they say? Put your shoulder to the wheel. I don't know. Hunker down and do the work or something. Yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> uh, for Big Edie in Act 2, Harriet Harris. Oh, fuck yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. I'm loving Michael's choices of generally comedic actresses for these roles because there's obviously comedy in them, but there's a lot of uh, untapped drama that they can do. Yes, yes. For George Gould Strong, Howard McGillan. George, what, what, which one? He, I, George Goldstrong is the piano player. Oh, her piano player, Howard McGillan. Okay, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm into mm-hmm. that. Gold, you yeah. old drunk. Yes. Uh, for little Edie, you're gonna love this, Hannah Ellis. Oh yeah, yeah. Wouldn't Definitely. she be great? She would be great. Who's Brooks? Brooks is the Brooks. the like uh, serv- the old man. No, <sighs> the grandpa or the no. Well, it's David St. Louis like, Butler. Yeah, the Butler, oh, right? Because so she suggested David St. Louis. Sure. Yeah, I don't remember, I don't remember how that, much that he that does. Part, it's co- it's pretty small. It's pretty small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like the Butler, who's like right. Just standing there in the background watching the whole place burn and being like, girl, this place is fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And being like, sorry, no, there's a telegram. He's not arriving (laughs) on the 515. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, For Kennedy slash Jerry, Aaron Tveit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he would have been great. Come on. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. I wish it had been him. Yeah. I mean, no shade to 
Uh, I can't remember what his name is. Matt Doyle? Yep. No, no, no. The original guy who was also in West Side Story, whose name I can't remember. I think it was a Matt Doyle. No, Matt Doyle's the guy in the Rachel York Grey Gardens. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Hold on. It's another white guy who's very handsome and has dark hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Oh, my God. I have no idea who it was in the original. No clue. (laughs) Definitely thought it was Matt Doyle. No, no, no. Matt Doyle was too young for that role at that time. (laughs) I don't know, man. I have no idea. Matt Cavanaugh. Matt Cavanaugh. Another Matt who's a white guy who's handsome and has dark hair. That's fair. All right, well, that's... How that's, am I supposed to keep all these white boys apart? I don't know. Flashcards? <sighs> mats, mats, mats. We should make white guy flashcards. <laughs> it's funny. Well, that. thanks for sending that in, Michael. Yeah. Will somebody uh, produce so that Grey Gardens? Gray Gardens? Oh my god, I'm excited to see Grey Gardens. Ugh, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear your thoughts about it. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Carolee, 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 Carolee. Update. Carolee Carmelo, star of Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram the musical. Posting up great things on Instagram, like Throwback Thursdays of her. In nine, in that like, bodysuit. Whoa, I just looked at that. Her face is crazy in that photo, too. I know, too. right? I know her, the lipstick. She's making yeah. a funny face. She's, like, making a duck face. And she got those kids to do a pyramid, like, cheerleaders in her dressing yeah, room. Yeah, that's Do you think cute. she's in the same dressing room she was in before? Probably. So that's the week in Carolee Carmelo's Instagram. Now it's time for the Audra McDonald Tweet of the Week. On July 20th at 12.01 p.m., Audra McDonald retweeted with comments someone who had tweeted, waiting for Audra McDonald's very funny slash sarcastic slash passionate Twitter commentary on the last 24 hours of politics. And Audra's comment was, the RNC convention has rendered me speechless and sad and reaching for every virgin margarita I can get my hands on. Oh, and girl. I, I say, Audra, treat yourself to a glass of red wine. You can yeah, have you a glass of red wine. wine while you're pregnant. Sure. You're fine. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with a glass of wine. No way. And doctors are now like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, listen, if if every single drink of alcohol created fetal alcohol syndrome, uh, the world would be a lot more fucked right now. Well, yeah, I don't even There'd think we would be here lot, because, right, right? like, up <laughs> until be they told us not to. Al- mm-hmm, everybody was drunk during their whole pregnancy. Maybe that's what's wrong with baby boomers. What's wrong They're with baby all boomers? Suffering from fetal from alcohol fetal syndrome. alcohol syndrome. Yeah, Dude, I think you just cracked open world history. Parents were drinking when they were pregnant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. That's not even. That's not even funny. It's too real. <laughs> too real. Well, Audra, a toast to you on closing of shuffle along. Oh, Don't God. let anyone blame you 
because it makes me angry. Yeah, Scott Rudin's the only person we're blaming. Yep. It's Scott Rudin. It's all in his hands and the other yeah. producers. And you go have that baby, and then we'll see you back for your seventh Tony Award. Yes, Queen! That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us, and leave us a comment, and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see live theater! theater.